E-S-N-Y. Episode 19 of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast presented by Elite Sports New York. Actually, you know what? Maybe Zach can help us come up with a new name. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be so much fun. We've been trying to come up with a new name for like, uh, we're on 19 episodes right now. It's been like yeah. 16 episodes. We need a new name. But we have a special right, guest. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do some thinking. I'll, yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> we have special guests. His name's Zach Cohn, the Yankees draft pick from this past draft. Zach, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we were talking briefly earlier that you're down in Tampa. I can't imagine the weather down there is very nice right now. Uh, no, not that nice. I mean, it's, it's like 85, 90. Uh, yeah. You know, sun's out, so <laughs> not the greatest. I'd rather probably be in Michigan right now, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll deal with it. Yeah, I, it's a really, really tough sacrifice to make. I know. Michigan weather is – everyone's famous for Michigan weather. Yeah, All that snow yeah, effect from Lake Erie. go there. Right. Mm. All right. So we wanted to have you on because you got drafted by the New York Yankees, and this is a Yankees podcast, obviously. But specifically, when you did get drafted, you went nuts on Twitter, which everybody <laughs> loved, and everyone responded to really positively. So we like, we're yeah, like, we yeah. got to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a pretty cool experience, uh, obviously, you know, getting drafted in general. But, you know, yeah. by the freaking Yankees, I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, of all like, teams. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't really, you know, being a Detroit kid, you know, I mean, you kind of hated the Yankees growing up because they were just so damn good. Yeah, and, we, we uh, get that a lot here with Mets fans, be like, honestly, fuck yeah. the Yankees. They, they do so much, it's just terrible. Right, right. But, you know, I mean, I 149 for, you know, Ron Guidry. You know, that was uh, my dad's actually favorite player in, uh, and growing up and lightning. whatnot. Yeah, yeah right. So, uh, so, you know, that was my dad's guy growing up, and then all of a sudden, you know, I wore it, and then, you know, I get drafted. I got Reggie Jackson, autographed picture in my room. Oh, and it shit. was just kind of weird. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. Like, it's literally the center frame of my, of my wall in my, my bedroom at home. And it, and then, you know, I just kind of realized, you know, it's like my dad's like, dude, Zach, we should have known this all of our lives. Dude, it had it, it coming. It was destiny. You were going to be a Yankee. Right, yeah, it's pretty surreal. All right, well, tell us the draft story, man. I read a little bit about it. Um, I think it was... I don't remember who it was. Austin Chastain, I think, wrote the article. But tell us about the draft story. Yeah, you know, it was, it was pretty hectic a couple of days. So, you know, obviously we were, we were in the regional at uh, Starkville, Mississippi State. And then um, got home late late that Sunday. You know, the draft started Monday. And then, so basically, you know, I had everything in that damn room. I mean, I had nothing moved out. I mean, yeah. pounds and pounds of clothes, three dressers, bed. Goal, As every goal, college goal. kid has. Every, oh, yeah. I'll yeah, about I that. Mean, yeah. I can tell you it, horror it, it, stories about moving my brother out of college. <laughs> yeah, I, I, bet you, I bet you could. I mean, yeah, it's it's just, it's not fun. Not ideal. So, you know, I mean, those those three days, you know, obviously, you know, for any player that, you know, thinks, you know, they may get picked up, you know, it's kind of stressful because, you know, you got to be, you got, you know, your advisors, you know, telling you stay by the phone, you know, he, yeah. he's texting you, calling you, every, whatever. And I'm trying to move out, and my friends are trying to move out, and and they're, you know, I'm I'm more worried about the draft right now. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, moving so moving is a second priority for me right now. That right, seems fair. Exactly. 
Exactly. So, you know, I wasn't being the the greatest help, you know, sorry to my boys, you know, back, my roommates back home, but, um, but I had to take, you know, I had to take some, uh, take, take care of some business. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, you know, on draft on the third day, you know, I, I knew eventually, you know, I was going to get called, you know, it was just getting, I was like, all right, what, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, and man, then, that's, that's um, stressful. Cause it's like the first time in any athlete's life where you don't get to kind of choose where you're going. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was just moving stuff out, and then we were actually we had so much crap. I mean, two couches in the basement, and we were, and we had no we were like, dude, we don't know where to put this crap. So you know, we put it out in the garbage, which is frowned upon by our, uh, our apartment people. Yeah. So uh, so they they're they're calling us and and they're like, you guys got to move this, you guys got to move this, you're gonna get fined. And my, and my my roommates are going off on me. I'm like, guys, I'm I, I'm sorry, like I'm not much help right now. Like I'm really not. So they're in my ear, and, and you know, also the draft's going on, you know, pick my pick. And then, uh, you know, I'm running up to my room. I'm, I'm really, I'm sweating my balls off at this point. So <laughs> then, uh, you know, I, I, I come down the stairs, and uh, my phone, my phone's charging. So um, my phone dies. My phone, or my phone died, yeah, my phone died before. And then um, it actually died on a phone call with my agent, and he's, like, trying to tell me what's going on. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my God. So my phone dies. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell, what the hell? So I get my phone back on. You know, I didn't even realize it was going to die. And I call him and whatever. And then the Yankees called. And, and the guy was like, um, um, Gibby, Gibby, uh, he's our area scout. And uh-huh. um, he, he was like, you know, Zach, he's like, it's not a lot. But, you know, I'm, I think we're going to take you, you know, if you're available. And, and the next, you know, five or ten rounds or something like that. And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. So we'll, like. Like, all right. You know, at that point, you know, it was kind of disappointing. You know, it was like, you know, it was late tw- or late teens, 20th round by this time. And I was like, you know, I thought I thought I was going to go sooner. But um, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, so then literally about two minutes later, he calls me. And he's like, Zach, you know, I, I don't know what happened, but we just took you with the next pick. And then nice. I was like, nice. Yeah, it was just like, I don't know, some like some some power from Vaughn just like took over my body, man. And, and like, I don't know, I just like sat down on the stairs and my, and my, uh, my two roommates that were still there, just like, they stopped and they were just staring at me. And I like, like, talked to someone who just got drafted by the New York. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just staring at me and I'm like, guys, I just got big by the Yankees. And, uh, and so, yeah. And they're like, well, they're still staring at me. Like they're not, they're not doing anything. I was like, are you are you fucking guys gonna hug me or do something? <laughs> and, uh, and then and then you know so we hugged or whatever. And I swear after that minute, they're back to freaking cleaning out the apartment, doing whatever they had to do. And, and and I was just I was just going nuts basically in the house. You know, just my phone's blowing up, and um, you know all this stuff. So oh, you, you know, got everybody texting really- you, everyone from back home, coaches, teammates, yeah, I mean, podcasters. Yeah, everyone's coming out of the woodworks just to wish you congratulations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was honestly before that, so like I wasn't listening to the draft or anything like that. It's tough. But, um, I'm gonna be drafted. So yeah, late. yeah. You know, I, I, you know, to anybody that will get drafted or you know has you know dreams of being drafted, don't don't watch it. That's the worst thing you can do. Don't do it. I mean, you're just gonna stress yourself out, and it's not fun. So, you know, I, I wasn't really paying attention to it that much in that aspect. But, you know, all of a sudden I get a text, and it's from my buddy, actually. He's like, let's go, you picked up. And then I get a text from my agent, congratulations. I'm like, did I get picked? Like, like what is going on? And that's when I got that second call. 
and you know he told me that they picked me so you know that's just kind of how that went and you know then I you know I FaceTimed my dad you know I wasn't able to be with my family because you know I was moving out and whatnot yeah and then uh yeah FaceTime my dad and, you know he was ecstatic and then you know I called my grandparents mom everybody and uh you know it was pretty crazy and I just I just wanted to get home that minute but you know I had some other duties I had to take care of yeah move out of that apartment of, exactly the couches so, out the street I mean, yeah, get that exactly. security deposit back. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not getting that back, let me tell you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm a, like, every time I did that, that at school, I might as well have just lit, you know, $500 on fire. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not getting that back. So that, that that's long gone. But uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's just kind of what happened. And yeah, it was, it was fun, you know, one, one trade for the world. Yeah, so you've been having quite the month. Off that, you get drafted earlier this month. You dominated Miami in the College World mm-hmm. Series. That was great. I was I was looking through some of your stats for that game in particular, and it came up as like, oh, you pitched two and a third, and you had five Ks, which was yeah. fantastic. And you beat Miami, like a super reputable program, and it was the first right. win in your school's history. Yeah. How did yeah, that was, feel to pick was, that one up? Man, it, it was crazy. You know, just just getting that opportunity. I mean, we went to that regional knowing that, you know, we could beat those teams, and especially, oh, yeah. you know, Miami, that first game. You guys had a great record. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we went into that game, and, you know, when Coach told me I was going to get the ball, and, you know, we got that lead. I was just like, you know, like I've been dreaming, like, for the last three years to play a good team that, you know, is like, you know, not, not from our area, not like a Michigan, Michigan State, whatever. Yeah, like, you, you know, I've been, I've, been, I've been dreaming for that moment. Yeah. You know, on national TV and whatnot. So, you know, I just – I was fired up, man. And, and, you know, I was glad I could, uh, you know, do that for my team. And it was awesome. Is that the most locked in you've ever been? Um, Yeah, probably. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Besides, oh, College I mean, World Series, good, playing yeah, Miami. Tough yeah. to top, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was definitely up there. I can't – maybe my uh, my district game in high school. <laughs> but, but other than that like, – What was the no. story with that one? So that one, uh, you know, I was from, uh, so we're, it's a down, so I'm in the down river league. It's about like 10, 10 or so teams, but, uh, but my, uh, my high school, we, we weren't, I mean, we're not really that great at baseball typically. I mean, we're good, but we're, we're never really at the top of the league. Like we not, we haven't won a league championship and I don't know how long, but, um, the rival literally, I mean, I live in Woodhaven, so we were playing Woodhaven, which, um, they were like ranked top five in the state from some crap like that yeah so they were nasty um yeah so so you know i I got the start versus them and um and you know i beat them i think i I gave up one run in the seventh inning had 14 k's in in seven innings that's quite a bit i I came out and you know paid the first six guys of the game and um yeah so i kind of put the team on my back that day but i mean our offense exploded actually you know we were facing their race who you know was a pretty good high school pitcher and I think we put up like twelve, honestly. And hey, we oh. never did that. Dude, but some I days mean, everybody just, just gets locked in like that. It's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, we were like we had that game on the schedule. Like we knew we had them in the pre district. And um that was just one where we were like, all right, we need to end their season. Like we can do it, like I'm on the mound, they're not gonna hit me. And, you know, we need to so I mean that game it was just everything was firing all cylinders and I was super locked in for that game and you know, that that was the only other game that probably actually stands out to me. Yeah. So now you went to Central Michigan, mm-hmm. okay, and you threw mostly as a reliever. Yeah. So what was what was that like changing from? I assume you were a starter in high school. What was that like making that switch to reliever? I know you pitched a uh, lot of innings as a reliever. 
Right, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't that hard. I mean, there was obviously a little bit of a, a different, uh, you know, feel to that. But honestly, the biggest change was, you know, changing my delivery. I mean, I came in and I had a big wind up, you know, a big leg kick and whatnot. And then I got there and, and they, you know, my pitching coach, um, who I love at the time, um, you know, he took that all away. He was like, you know, Zach, you know, he showed me some film. He's like, Zach, you're not going to be able to throw like this for long if you keep throwing like this. Like, even though, you know, I was competing well at the high school level and whatever, you know, he's like, my mechanics are off. You got to get a little, so bit, then, little you know, bit of longevity. Right, yes. You know, he put, me in the, he put me in the stretch, and then I didn't have much of a leg kick, so that was really new to me. And, you know, that, that's kind of, you know, one of the main reasons I struggled. Um, you know, struggled for the first couple of years, that, you know, even being a reliever. I mean, my freshman year, you know, I started, I think. I started, you know, I, I came out of the bullpen, I think, once or twice maybe, and then, you know, they put me as a starter. And then, um, you know, it was kind of shaky, whatever, walked some guys. And then, you know, I went back to the bullpen. Same thing my sophomore year, started out as a starter, and then went back to the bullpen, you know. And then, but, you know, I kept going out and having really good summers. You know, I went out to the Cape, and I was a starter out there, pitched really well. And then came back this year, was a starter. You know, my first outing, you know, I went, uh, we played Troy, who was, uh, who was a pretty solid team. You know, I went six, six innings, uh, no runs. Well, I was kind of feeling good after that, and then uh, you know, kind of, kind of had some shaky starts after that, and then uh, kind of when my coach decided to put me back in the pen, and we had a long talk, and I was like, yeah, you know what, I think I could be dominant in the pen, and you know, just let it eat all the time, instead of you know, just trying to take some off. And, yeah, well, uh, I mean, you, you know, definitely so have been. You looked up, right, all, yeah. I looked up all your numbers, and so you've always had more strikeouts than innings pitched, which is always a good sign yeah. for a reliever. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that kind of you know fits my personality. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it. It. I don't know. It worked out well. Do you just do you just grip it and rip it, or are you trying to like mess with hitters' timings and stuff when you pitch? Oh no, no, no. I'm. I'm saying here. Here's my fastball. Here. What are you gonna do? And yeah. Well, here's and, mine. Know, I mean, Where's yours? Let's go. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Mono mono. So you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna trust myself every. Uh, seven if days. If I had any shred of athletic so. ability, that's the pitcher I would want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like, let's see. Let's see if you can touch this. Just gonna throw it. Right. And see what happens. Exactly. They did. They didn't in high school. So no. Let's see. Yeah. So Miami didn't really either. No, not not, not much. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I threw maybe two off-speed pitches that whole time, and I was yeah. just like, all right, guys, like take this, take this, eat some. Right, that's got to be extremely ball. frustrating as an opposing hitter, right? No, so you said you're only throwing two off-speed pitches the entire time, so they pretty much know what's coming the entire time, and yeah. they still can't hit right. it. So I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, you got to feel awesome and dialed in at that point. But I was like, you know, like for Miami side of it, I mean, what do you say? You go back to the dugout. It's like they're throwing a fastball. We just can't even touch it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty great feeling. And, you know, I actually watched that game after, and one of their better hitters that had, you know, two home runs. I think that on the day, um, you know, I struck him out. On a, I, I think it was two two. I just kept throwing fastballs, and then finally I got him out swinging. You know, he swung through one, and then I just see him just dragging his bat back to the back to the dugout. <laughs> And I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, got that guy, ruined his day. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you, you clearly pitch with a little bit of fuck you and you. You ever been in a brawl? Um, No, but, you know, I, de- I definitely definitely get some looks. And honestly, I mean, I mean, you guys have seen my dugout antics in college. Oh, yeah, um, yes. So I, I need mean, the Yoda mask explained, too. Yeah, I definitely get a lot of fuck yous from opposing pitchers, you know, when things – when things are starting to go well for our offense, you know, we get maybe a few guys on, then they strike a guy out, you know, to end the inning. And it's just fun. It's fun for me to see a guy just get so serious 
and you know act like act like it's just like the biggest thing in the world that he struck a guy out. You know, even and a lot of times, you know, these pitchers are, you know, like uh, the Mississippi State guy, Ethan Small. You know, he's supposed to strike us out, right? He's supposed to supposed to strike everybody out at Central Michigan. So you know, I got in his head a little bit, and you know, he was taunting me, telling me to come out on the mound and whatnot. I'm like, dude, chill out. <laughs> but it, it was pretty awesome, man. I mean, that atmosphere and those fans and everything, man. It, it was really fun, you know, competing with those guys. So yeah, college baseball gets real exciting this time of year. It's so hard to keep track of just because you know there's obviously so many teams and there's so many different yeah. teams that are good every year. And who right. play so many games. It's not like like college basketball is easy. You got ten teams, and that's it. Like those are your only real right. con- contenders. Yeah. But that college baseball, once playoffs come around, oh buddy, oh you've been watching right, that exactly. Yeah. What else we got? So, oh, here we go. You switched to the bullpen. You had a lot of success. Was there like an aha moment that you had where it was like, oh, something just clicked in your head, and and now this new the new mechanics are working, and everything's working for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was kind of – it wasn't really – I didn't really change any, anything mechanically, honestly. But it was um, – it was. I think it was after um, – I threw versus my – I threw versus Michigan State in a midweek, and that was kind of my first time, I think, out of the pen. Mm-hmm. And I think I came like four out of – four out of – yeah, four out of five guys or three out of five guys, something like that. Oh, so it was right off the and, bat, um, real like, this works for me. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, okay. I was like, I'm back. <laughs> And, um, and, you know, that's just kind of how it happened. And, you know, I had a long talk with my coach and I'm um, a former player, actually, um, who, you know, he had a really good minor league career, pitched like over 300 innings or whatever. So he actually came up one day just to see the new coaching staff and everything. And uh, we had a talk and he was just like, you know, Zach's just, he's not having fun right now. You know, he's, he's putting too much pressure on himself. And, you know, I was. And, you know, we had a really long talk. I'm talking like hour and a half, two hour talk. And, um, He's like, Zach, you're, like, you're just a different guy when you're in the dugout and you're not smiling and you're trying to be all serious. And, and he's like, you just enjoy it. He goes, he goes, I can't promise you that you're not going to go out there and walk six guys and then we pull you. But if, if you do, well, like, what's going to happen? Is it, are you going to die? Is your life going to change? Like, no, it's not. So, you know, just go have fun with it. And then, you know, literally ever since that talk, you know, I, I started having fun again and then I started dominating. So yeah. that was that's the that, hardest that place moment. to get to as an athlete, just trying to find out how to like have fun no matter what. Because once you start having fun, then you start playing better. Everything seems a little more focused. Exactly. It's just more relaxed. Yeah. So, you know, it was, you know, it was that it was really that talk that got me back on track. And, and you know, yeah, I'm pretty thankful for that. Yeah. So tell us about these dugout antics. I know college baseball is famous for it. I know the Yoda mask. And I saw a gigantic costume that I'm not sure how it made its way into the dugout. But go into detail about some of these. All right. So, I mean, so so our, our coaches, you know, they expect us to play with a lot of energy all the time. I mean, winning or losing, we got to play with energy. Of course. And, um, you know, last year it was like, you know, if we're on defense, everybody sits down. If we're on offense, everybody stands up. And it's like, all right, well, like, that's just you're riding the wave, you know, up and down, up and down. So our coach was like, no, like, we're going to stay up all the time. And we didn't really know what that meant. Like, you know, because the past two years, you know, it wasn't like that whatsoever. So um, one practice we see on a, on the practice plan, dugout parties. And we're like, what the, what the hell is a dugout party? And so he came up with, like, these ten things. We, uh, we, we basically made a list. We had a meeting, and we're like, all right, what do you think what do you think's deserving of one of these dugout parties? And the dugout parties, basically, you know, we do one of these ten things that, you know, we, uh, 
we deem to be, you know, part of our game plan. And you just go ape shit in the dugout, literally. So, um, so you know, it was kind of, like, weird at first to kind of get adjusted. But, you know, uh, you had to break some guys out of that, you know, because guys were embarrassed of, of dancing in the dugout and whatever. But, I mean, once we got a gun, it, it was awesome. And um, so about, like, two games after that, we kind of started doing that. Um, uh, one of our uh, one of our coaches, he pulled me aside, and he's like, dude, listen, I got this big-ass Santa head. And next party, because our dugout is connected to um, – our, our dugout's connected to our locker room. Uh-huh. So he's like, next party, I want you to go in there and grab it and just come out and go crazy with it. So I was like, oh, that, oh, this is perfect. And it's this really creepy Santa head. Oh, I so, saw, uh, I saw the picture. Know, I mean, well, you yeah, can't have a so normal-looking Santa head if you're yeah, I was debating this. even asking the question because I didn't want to think about the Santa head anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. It's so cool. So, uh, you know, I come out there. I'm like, let's party, you know. So we get our little five-second dance party on at the dugout. And um, so after that, you know, our parents saw it, and they're like, okay, like, this is awesome. And our coaches were like, yeah, like, like you guys, you know, do whatever you want. So next thing you know, um, my roommate, he brings in a Yoda mask and I'm like, okay, like that's pretty damn cool. And then another person, um, another mom, she brings in like wigs and you know, a, a bunch of stuff. So, I mean, from that day, like it just grew, like we were having parents bringing us a bunch of stuff. To yeah, everyone's getting in on it. Yeah. Everybody was just loving it. So then, uh, yeah, that's just kind of how the dugout stuff started. And then, you know, that Yoda mask, you know, I came out one day and, you know, I had my pants pulled up. I had my stirrups on. And I was using the fungo as my cane. And I was just walking out of the dugout. And, and I was walking back and forth with this limp. And it was just so funny. I mean, we were playing uh, one of our rivals, Western Michigan. And I had uh, one of my best friends on that team. And we were kind of going back and forth, looking at each other in the dugout, just doing dumb shit. And um, so when I pulled that Yoda mask out, I pulled it out actually after the sand head. And then... Um, and then, yeah, it was just, we were dying. Everybody was dying. And then we just started rallying. I mean, we were just hitting balls everywhere. Our defense was locked in. Our pitching was locked in. The fans were just loving it. Everybody was taking pictures and stuff, and our coaches were dying. And it was the funniest thing ever. So, I mean, that's just kind of how the Yoda man started. And uh, we, we just rallied that one day, and it just kind of stuck. So, you know, we, we kind of like kept that in the sacred locker and only pulled that out kind of in big moments. Yeah. You, you can't waste that. You just can't. <laughs> So no, that's that's, that's a special that. thing. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's just kind of how that happened. Dude, I mean, that's great. That's uh, that's what it's all about—just having fun in the dugout. I, I mean, love and no dogs. better athletic conference to have that happen in than the MAC. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. that's like the MAC. Uh, it is the pinnacle of MACTION right there. I mean, you can't beat right. that. No. We had a nice streak where we were gambling on MACTION football. No, and you it can't was... you can't rope me into this. It was you. I just documented it. <laughs> All you're losing. Thursday night, Thursday night great. action is better than anything yeah. else in the middle of the week. Anything involving the Mac, I'm watching. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So going forward, you th- you're going to stick as a reliever going forward? Yeah. I, think I know so. the reliever is the hot thing to be there. right now. Yeah, right. So, you know, I, I like that role. And, uh, you know, I think that's where I could be most successful for now. So Yeah. Do you think in the future you're going to start looking into maybe being an opener since you can give a little bit of length if you need to give two innings? Yeah, I mean, I definitely innings? can. I'm definitely open to it. You know, um, you know, hopefully, you know, these coaches obviously, you know, can help me out, you know, maybe give me a wind-up uh, someday, you know, when I'm, when I'm ready for that. Yeah. But, you know, right now I'm just trying to compete, you know, show these guys what I can do. 
and uh, yeah, go from there. So I'm not I'm not too worried about my role. You know, I'm I'm just pretty happy to be here and uh, being able to compete for the Yanks. That's fantastic. Where are you? Uh, do you know where you're going yet? Uh, no, I'm not sure right now. You know, there's a, there's a few teams for uh, there's like three short season teams that you know we could uh, any of us draft guys to be you know put to. So, yeah, so you're you know, all just kind of working is, out, I'm seeing really where you're gonna fit. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about that right now. You know, it's it's all about just getting your feet wet and uh in this first uh first summer. So yeah. you know, I just want to get used to you know this pro lifestyle and whatnot, and then uh, you know go from there. Yeah, that's the best way to go about it, man. Just show up, do your job, get your work in. Figure it, everyone else will figure itself out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Thank you for doing this. This is. Oh, I ha- I have a couple of questions. Oh. Oh no. Uh, first question for you. Fire what the hell's, away. A, what the hell's away. a Chippewa? What'd you say? What's a Chippewa? What is a that? Chippewa is uh, it's it's like a uh, Indian tribe actually. But isn't your mascot like a beaver or something like that? Or am I no, just no, no, that? no, no. We honestly, I'm, dude, honestly, I don't even think we have a damn mascot. I well, mean, Yoda's I, the mascot. Yeah, Yoda's. Uh, well, Yoda's yeah, Yoda and Creepy Santa. But uh, you know, I mean, we have the Flying Sea, and um, yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, like we don't have a mascot that runs around to be honest. But I'm pretty sure, you know, the Chippewa is just an Indian, and it's in a tribe. So yeah, I thought Chippewa it was an animal. This entire like time, thought it was. An I, animal. I honestly no. thought it was. I thought it was like a small chipmunk. Actually, that's no, what I'm yeah. saying. Like for some reason, I thought it was like a wood. Like, yeah, we. I'll ask that next. But I have another question oh, yeah. for you too. Yeah. So you're born, raised in Michigan, went to school Central Michigan, about what, like two and a half hours away from where you grew up. Yeah. Yeah. So, just as a geographic question about Michigan, what the hell is wrong with it? Like, why does it just like curve up and just like just screw Wisconsin over? They're just like, nah, screw you guys. Like, we're just gonna take this. <laughs> Because Michigan's great. Michigan just cut off all the water access. Yeah, they're Let just like, nah, they're just like, nah, fuck you guys. We're taking this. Yeah, Michigan way, man. <laughs> I guess. I, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I've never been asked that question. Never thought about that question. <laughs> so so uh, you're kind of stumping me there. Yeah, I, I laid pretty dormant for most of the interview. So I had to come in at some point and start asking. Yeah, I think this is the yeah, first yeah. time I've ever heard yeah, of like, no Michigan doubt, No doubt. Yeah, I never, I didn't know Michigan pride was a thing. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, honestly, like a lot of people rag on Detroit. I mean, Detroit's a great city if you go there often and kind of know what you're doing. I mean, you know, you I mean, I've I mean, all these people. What? You need experience. You can't be going in there looking you, lost. You do. I mean, it's really. I mean, they're putting up a lot of new buildings and they're cleaning the city up. I mean, I, I love Detroit. I mean, you know, in the winter, you know, everybody hates the cold, obviously. But I mean, you yeah, know, we get that I mean, here too. In the winter, too. it's fun. Yeah, right, exactly. So, I mean, you know, things are, things are fun in the, in, the, in the snow. You know, you got Eagle skiing and everything like that. And then in the summer, it's beautiful. I mean, there's a bunch of lakes, obviously, around Michigan. And, uh, you know, just this is really – it's awesome in, in the summer. I mean, there's really no place I'd rather be in the summer than, uh, you know, being in Michigan. And, um, yeah, obviously, you know, I like to get out of there in, in the fall months and whatnot. But, you know, when, when summer comes around and, and, you know, the nice weather's there, I mean, people people in Michigan love love the state and love, you know, all the things that you can do there. So, How hard is it to train in the winter? Because I, I, it's, like, impossible here. It's so hard for anybody but pitchers to make it out of New York just because you can't get out to right. a field and hit. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, luckily, you know, I've had a – you know, I mean, when I was back home in the winter, you know, my, my high school supports me pretty well. So, you know, they've always gave me open facilities. And, you know, I can use the weight room. I can use their gym nice, and stuff nice. like that. And then, you know, at Central, obviously, you know, you got the indoor football complex. And then we got a, you know, indoor uh, facility connected to our clubhouse. 
So, I mean, it's it's not too hard to get your, get your work in, but the worst thing is, you know, with all the cold, your body just doesn't feel as good as it does when it's when it's warm out. Oh, you dude, know? I totally – we went to school up in – like way up Bumble in Buck, upstate New York. New York, like an hour away from Actually, Buffalo. right on the other side of the lake is Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know the deal. Your body yeah, the winter is terrible. Good. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so, you know, the cold just, you know, obviously just does does things to your body that, you know, warm weather um, does, does, doesn't do. And um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of the most difficult part, honestly, is just how, how you're feeling, just trying to, you know, feel good all the time and, and uh, motivate yourself, you know, to keep, keep working and whatnot when your body kind of feels like shit. Yeah, much easier to get out there when it's 80 degrees and sunny. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, your body doesn't take as long to get, get loose and whatnot. You know, you're already kind of loose when you kind of wake up. So it's not, uh, not ideal, but you definitely, you know, it's where you, it's where you get gritty and you just got to get through it. Yes, sir. All right, we got one more question. I almost forgot to ask it. It's the question that we ask all of our guests, which would be the third time we're asking it now. You're the first real guest. The only other two guests were people who work with me. And I think everyone's answered the same way. And I have oh, a feel, yeah. I know exactly how he's going to answer, too. I think I do, too, but it's weird because he's a pitcher. So That's I don't know. True. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Pitchers are weird. True. But, Very true. Uh, all right. Are you a bat flips guy or an unwritten rules guy? Definitely, I'm here for the bat flip. Let's oh, go! Thank God. Thank God. Thank Let's go. God. I'm here for the bat flip. I mean, if you, if you can take me yard, man, and you know it's gone, then bat flip all you want. Bro, I that, mean, that pause I, had me nervous. I know. No, no, <laughs> I didn't know how this question was going to go. No, definitely like, not. No, because I, I, I kind of knew which way you guys were probably thinking I was going to go. <laughs> yeah. But I'm definitely the guy, you know, like the Mississippi State guy I was talking about earlier. I mean, you get that big strikeout, and, and you know, you, you, you go nuts. I mean, sometimes just like an out of body. I was experience. gonna say it's it's kind of tough to be the Yoda and Santa guy and then say you're an unwritten rules guy. Kind of t- kind of <laughs> yeah, tough to play both look. sides of the fence on that I one. Didn't wanna, exactly. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. But it's different. But it's different. No, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I mean, you know, us pitchers, you know, when we get a big strikeout, we'll do the fist pump, you know, let a let's go out or something like that. So that's kind of our bat flip. And you know, I feel like you know we get those moments a lot more than pitchers will get a bat flip off off you know us myself. So, you that's know, the if you dream want to, to get that, one really good bat flip. Maybe just bust out like a cartwheel on someone this year. That <laughs> strike somebody <laughs> out with a cartwheel. Hell yeah. Dude, you no. could take a page out of your future teammate Dylan Batanzas' book. Just turn around and start slinking down to the dugout. He does it real <laughs> right. swaggy like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I'm here for it. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, man, for doing thanks, this. Zach. This was fun. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, good luck. All right. Talk to you soon. All right, yeah, see ya. Just hitting record right away. Not even going to pretend like we have a preamble. That's a big word. Yeah, well, I hope that I can use big words by now. I am a writer slash podcaster. We didn't ask Zach if he had any ideas for names. Son of a bitch. Oh, I didn't. We shouldn't have put him on the spot like that. Anyway, I don't. It's hard to don't come up with a we. name just like that. Don't say we. You did that. No, I mean we. Our shouldn't. first professional guest, and that's what you do to him. That's how no, you treat him. We shouldn't. Show some respect next time, okay? We shouldn't have put the name on him in half an hour. I'm okay with asking him for a name because we really need one. But half an hour is not we enough just time need to, to become come up with a super name. fan of his, right? Yeah. It just like blow him up. Oh yeah. All right. Cool.
Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Every single time he does anything, I'm going to put alerts on like Google or something. Anytime he does anything, I'm going to be like, yo, that's our guy. Yoda masks. That cone. Yoda masks. Yoda masks. That's not bad. All right. Well, that was a great interview. This is going to go after the interview. So we can just start. We don't have to reintroduce our bad podcast name. Nope. Um, Let's just get right into it. You want to start with the Yankees or do you want to start with around the league? Let's start with the Yankees. Because not that much is happening. We beat the not a piss whole out. lot going on. We beat the piss out of the Rays today. That was great. I was at work all day, so I was just getting updates on my phone. Really bummed. Glaber hit his first grand slam. Yes, he did. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Dylan Batanzas had a setback. I'm kind and... of in the middle of something, Tori. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, 15 man. minutes, I said. Oh boy. <laughs> Like, unbelievable. <laughs> oh, she just walks up and like, no, look. Like, look. Like, yeah, like, look, how does it look? Like, I, I don't know what you want me to say. God. Oh, man. Oh, now I'm, now I'm in trouble. <laughs> Fuck me. It's fine. We'll cut this. All right, so the Yankees are just kicking the piss out of the Rays. Today they won, what, 12-1? I caught the end of it. Something like that. CC got his 250th win. That's great. That was nice. Bold strategy by the Rays to go opener two games in a row. Yeah. I don't know how long their team's going to last doing I that. I can't believe how bad Blake Snell was. If an injury doesn't come out, I will be shocked. Like, they have to they have to make up an injury. They have to make up a 10-day IL stint. You can't you can't have your ace come out and, and just piss the bed like that. You can't have it. It happens to everybody, though. How many did he give up? I missed. Um, He gave... I think they scored six in the first inning, right? I think they were I, all... I missed most of the game besides the eighth and ninth inning. Yeah, I too was working. Uh, I think they were all charged to him in the first inning. But I did I did check at one point we had three runs, bases loaded, and only one out. Hey, and that one out came on a fielder's choice. Um, what are we at now? Like 21, 22 straight games with a home run? 22. 22, nice. Yeah. Gary Maven, Maven finally went cold, didn't hit one today? Yeah. You know, you want to know how far the or the Rays team ERA dropped? They were first. They in the dropped, league in, in, in ERA? Yeah, they dropped from 3-1-1 team ERA. They're to probably what now, like 13? 3-2-4. Whew. <laughs> That's not great. Well, I meant in the league, in the standings. What they drop to? Oh, I don't, I don't know the number now. I'm sure they're still oh, in the top five. Yeah. For the uh, record, I wasn't saying their team ERA is now 13. Yeah. I want to see how many of these actually were attributed to Blake Snow. Uh, six, six earned runs. He got one out, and on, it was on a fielder's choice. Uh, it gave up two hits, walked four. So he didn't even make it out of the first inning. No, he threw thirty-nine pitches and got one out, and they were like, "All right, buddy, you don't have it today." But John uh, Carlos back. I feel like I don't even know what we have and haven't talked about because we had we just had two guests in a row. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we haven't actually talked about baseball in three weeks. Yeah, last week's podcast was interesting, but at least we got to get back to the Yankees this time. Um, he looks thin. It's weird. I don't know. He looks like he lost weight, or at least in the other game, the game last thin. night. He looks like he he lost some size. I don't know what's going on with that. But hilarious. Absolutely hilarious that he got booed. They booed him? Oh, yeah. I missed there that. There was a bunch of tweets. Yeah, he, he I was, I was booed his first game that. back. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. bullshit. That's, That's bullshit. That's hysterical. Welcome Fuck back, that. buddy. Yankees oh. fans are the worst. 
Honestly. Hysterical. It's te- hysterical. We're terrible. We're the worst. It was one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed. Aaron Judge is almost back. You think he's going to get booed? Probably. Probably. <laughs> if you go, I think Stan went over, and they were just like, you know, that's the best part about the Yankees fan base is that they're sitting there as John Carlos getting out, and they're like, took the bat out of Gio Rochella's hands. God damn it. This like, is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like an MVP candidate. They're like, where's Gio Rochella? I'd now? rather have Clint Frazier and his attitude up right now. Yeah, exactly. Give me Mike Tockman back. <laughs> Tockman the Sockman. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, just. Not a lot of stuff's going on with the Yankees, so we'll just move who we, on. Who do we have coming up? I can't remember. I don't know. We did just sweep the race, but I forgot to check to see who was who we were going to play. I like it was weird. I prepared for that interview to go like an hour. I only expected it to go like 20 minutes, and then it ended up going right in the middle. But I also like didn't really pay that much attention to prepare for like a 20 minute interview. I mean, uh, he's younger than us, right? Yeah. It's kind of a weird interview. Yeah. I just it was in my head the entire time. Like I only think Houston. I only think he's twenty years old, right? He was a junior in college. So like twenty twenty one, yeah. Geez. I mean, I don't want to say he's talking to the elder statesman here, but that's certainly how I feel. I mean, we're only twenty four. <laughs> Feels old. We got Houston coming up. Jose Altuve's back. Yeah, he went oh for today. Yeah. They just got swept by the Reds, I think, which is not good. a good look. But it's also one of those things I feel like they just got all their losses out. Like They got it all out of their system in Cincinnati, and they're going to come to New York and be like, oh, no, no, no. We're still good. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Altuve back in the lineup. Who knows? They keep pulling prospects out of their ass. Like they had, they had. Yeah, a I feel like every year they just have a million draft picks somehow, and it's every. It's like, oh, drafted this guy, this here, here, there, there, and pitcher. Yeah. Every like pitchers too, pitchers out of nowhere. They had this guy come up a couple weeks ago. I think it's Jordan. I want to say Alvarez or Alvarado or something like that. He hit. Oh, Zach just DM. Thanks again, man. That was fun. Um. Yeah, he came up and he hit four home runs in five games. You got to say back, open invitation whenever you want. Just let us know. Yeah. Anytime you want to talk about anything, you want to just shoot the shit, you just come yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. You just want to talk about how awesome it is being you, then by all means, we'll sit here and listen. You want we'll even ad- upload on iTunes for you. Yeah. You want some advice from the wise elder statesman? You yeah. just come right to us. Yeah, we, take, know, yeah. we know a o- thing or two about life. Always take the company match on the 401k. I don't know what the Yankees <laughs> are offering, but you should do it. There's my advice for you. Oh, man. Well, in the minor leagues, I'm not sure. Hey, he's got a condo. That's true. <laughs> Pretty sick. He's doing okay. I mean, you got to be doing okay to get drafted by the Yankees. It's still absurd that we just had a Yankees draft pick on our podcast. We've been doing this for like three months. Yeah. Oh, is it 21st round? Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. How many rounds are there? I don't even know off the top of my head. Ooh, a lot. All right. There's a ton. Yeah. The MLB draft is so weird. It's unlike any other draft where it's unwatchable. Yeah, like Zach was saying, you can't watch it as a player, but like even as just like a spectator. Dude, but even the first round, the guys just that you the chair. No, 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 it's been squeaking a little bit. No, even the guys in the first round, it's like, yeah, last year Casey Myers got drafted first overall, and he's projected to be the number one pitching prospect. And we probably won't even see him for another two two years at least. Yeah, it's like you're not going to see these going guys for so long. Yeah. And even then, like all these, most of these guys get traded, and they get become part of deals. 
So it's weird. Like you draft a guy, you really like him. He makes his way up through your system. You don't really like him. He turns into another player and you just, it just, this round and round goes circle. And there's so many people you draft people that you don't know if you can sign. Well, we're changing teams, obviously. Okay. But you draft people that you don't even know if you can sign. Zach, if you're listening, go play in Japan because that'd be sick to adopt a Japanese baseball team. Like that guy who the Braves drafted. Or like a Korean team. I don't even know. Something that's just not in America that comes You know, to that. there was a time on this very podcast where you said, I swear to God, if you get into Korean baseball and you're yelling in your room at 4 o'clock but in the morning. now we have a vested interest, James. So now we can, we can watch it together? He's not there, though. I will watch whatever league he is in. Okay. He now just pretty much got two stalkers. <laughs> and, and you have his phone number, right? Well, yeah. But... Yeah, so he should change that. Like that was not smart on his part to give out a cell phone number. Like he's like I'm sure the condo had a landline. I mean I don't or maybe like the clubhouse in the community has like the condo community has like a payphone. Like a payphone. Like, yeah, something like that wasn't smart. He That's said, my he first just DMs Zach, me like yeah the number on this payphone is after you know, the 401k. This. Stop giving people your phone numbers. Stop that right now or pick so, up you know like a Boost Mobile you know find an old Nextel and people will just call you on that. Yeah, don't give it to two podcasters who have never met you before. Yeah, we'll be out. We're on the first flight to Florida. <laughs> Bro, Watch extended I, spring training baseball. I already made the sign. Yeah, I know. But, you I know, mean, in my mind, actually, I didn't no, put I'm not going to say we're going to do that because Florida in June and July. Humid. I, this body doesn't do well. Like, you know, no. I'm like, again, like I say, I'm one bad weekend away from being fat. I'm just like caught in purgatory kind of with it. Like the sweat, just not good for me. I need central air. Yeah. Well, back to baseball. Uh, Manny Machado got ejected this week. This is what you want to talk about first, right? Yep. V- Let's go. The tweet by the umpires union, which is hysterical that they even have one, has to be run by Joe West. Has it was to be. absurd. To be. It is. They are the softest individuals, like a group of individuals, human beings, whatever you want to call them, on this earth. Vi- what would they say? Violence in the workplace? They're like, violence yeah, in the workplace yeah. isn't tolerated anywhere else because Manny Machado makes a slight contact, the slightest little touch, and throws his helmet and bat, and they're like, well, violence in the workplace isn't appreciated anywhere else. Because guess it. what? Guess what, umpires? Everyone else is a goddamn accountant, and if you walk up and smack somebody in an office, it's not allowed. Everyone else works a 9 to 5 wearing a suit and tie. Your job is to just not piss anybody off. And they just can't even do it right. Like the balls on the Twitter account that put that out there when they trot out Joe West, CB Buckner, and Angel Hernandez still blows my mind. It is, it's, oh, it's, it's like funny and like, it's almost like they did it as a joke. Like they're trolling us, but it's dead serious. And they copped out at the end, tagging Buster Only. Like Buster Only is gonna come to their what event. Is Buster Only gonna do? Right, right. Tell me, he's at the end of it. It's just at Buster yeah. Only. Like Buster Only is gonna be like, oh, I totally agree with this. Because guess that's what, Buster? The, no one gives a shit it, that you agree tweet. with the umpires because they're all a bunch of pussies. I hate those guys. Here's what the tweet says. It's a it's a screenshot of a notes pad. It says Manny Machado received a one game suspension for contact with an umpire over balls and strikes and violently. You would caps. think he punched the umpire in the face. It's unbelievable. Like if everyone, like if I didn't know what happened, I watched the video and I was like, this is what they're freaking out about. You would thought Manny just knocked the dude out and it was just like, why am I being suspended for one game? Violently throwing his bat against the backstop with absolutely no regard for anyone's safety. Again, violence in the workplace is not tolerated and the offenders are dealt with in with severely and even made examples of for the good of its employees as well as the company itself is this truly what mlb wants to teach our youth 
Get out of here. I need, I've been on the record saying if I was ever in that situation, I'm going limp on the field. Like they <laughs> have to get security to come and physically lift me up and take me off the field. Like I'm not leaving. I, I, I'm pulling the Jordan Bell for. I'm not leaving. Like I'm just like they have to physically remove me from the here's, field. Here's the best part of the whole tweet. <laughs> they hashtagged everything. Yeah, the hashtag is crazy. It's hashtag a hashtag example of right. Hashtag disappointed. Hashtag lead by example. Hashtag not appreciated. Hashtag violence. Hashtag temper tantrum. Hashtag inaction. I don't know how that one comes into play. I don't know. Hashtag not tolerated. We already covered that one. Hashtag make an example of. There it is. Hashtag one game suspension. Hashtag repeat offender. Oh boy. I like. How do you throw That's that hashtag in there? Because you click on that, you're gonna get yourself in a world of trouble. Like, there's no, <laughs> there is no way. Like, you would like repeat offender. Like, the guy just goes around and abuses people for a living. Like, you gotta be kidding me. Or you can't hashtag that. Yeah. Like, are you repeat offender? Like, Jesus. Then what is Billy Martin? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, these hashtag. guys are so soft. Remember Joe West trying to wear the armband thing? They yeah. do that for victims of like. Like horrific events, like like patches and armbands, like horrific things need to happen for that. And then Joe West is like, um, like you know, umpire abuse. You know, we just have armbands. Teams do that. He wants to get like he wants to get a Livestrong bracelet, pretty much for umpires. Like it's unbelievable. It doesn't make any sense. Like what color are they gonna pick? Like it's it's crazy. I don't know. Hashtag nonsense. Hashtag MLB Umpires Association. I'm assuming that's what the A stands for. And then they added MLB, added Padres, and at Buster Only. Because everyone knows Buster Only is the guy to go to when you have a problem. I'm going to click on the hashtag repeat offender. I want to see who they're comparing. Don't do it. Don't do it. I want to see who they're comparing Manny Machado to. (laughs) Well, no, it's going to take you a while because everyone's talking about that. So it's going to take up way too much time now to figure it out. That's true. It's it's actually just a bunch of, uh, you know, Bitmoji people. People who are afraid to put their face on their Twitter name being like, good on you, umpires. Don't stand for that. Hashtag repeat offender. Yeah. Then what's Angel Hernandez then? Uh, Blind as fuck. For historically being terrible at his job. You know what happens at every other job when you're consistently that bad? You get fired as fuck. You get fired. C.B. Buckner, when you're that bad, you get fired. Fired But Joe West, God forbid, him and his fucking turkey gobbler neck gets to stay in the league for as long as he wants. He's going to die umpiring a game. And somehow, it's because it's always going to be about him. He's going to die being an umpire because he wants the entire attention of the game to be on him. And they're going to have to cancel the game. Cancel the game, bring somebody back. Yeah. What'd you say? His ghost is going to finish the game. It's crazy. And they're going to be like, oh, we can't fill somebody in. He's going to write in a rule. If umpire dies during the game, the umpires get the win. Like everybody else loses somehow, and like the umpires get another eight years on their collective there's bargaining just no, agreement. There's just no home plate umpire anymore. It's a memorial to Joe West. Please have respect. Yeah, they're just gonna have Angel Hernandez call balls and strikes from third base. <laughs> Unbelievable. So soft. I hate those guys. Yeah, I've always hated. Bad. I, I I the only officials I respect are the hockey officials. Yeah, they just let it go. Because they just, just curse like, back and forth right. the play. Like they'll be like, that's a bad fucking call, and they're like, no, it's not. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and it's like, okay, great. Right. I'll Everyone, go back on the bench. We'll not saying anything. Yeah, exactly. Just go about it. Like the umpires, you say like one thing to them. It's unbelievable. I hate it. But then there's also the video. I forget the umpire's name of this earlier this year where he just starts attacking the Astros. Yeah. It's he's like, like Manny can't even slight, slightly brush. But that's what I also don't get is you can't touch an umpire, but the umpires can come in and rip you away from the argument. So that doesn't make any sense to me. Like how come you can't We should even, start ejecting umpires. Like, you know, I'm not saying that. 
the players should like start shoving and pushing the umpires or whatever. That's like totally not okay. But how come the first base umpires allowed to come in and rip Manny Machado away? But he brushes the umpire and the umpire gets to like point to his chest and be like, look, he touched me. He touched me. That's a suspension. Like it's crazy. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Even in the video with Terry Collins freaking out. Like the umpires come in and start making all this contact with Terry Collins, but God forbid his steps on the umpire's toe and that's it. It's over. Everything's it's crazy. Done. They're so soft. Sack up. Like, my God. <laughs> all right. Last... You should ask Zach about this. I want to know Zach's opinion about it. Oh, no, he can't because he's a player and I'll get fined. True. You, you know, talk? I'm just going to – I'll hit him up on the low and be like, yo, just out of curiosity, what's your opinion on this? And then on the next podcast, we'll just drop an, an anonymous source within the Yankees organization says this about umpires. We don't know who the source is. It's definitely not the podcast guest we had on last week. But <laughs> – Last thing of news, uh, the White Sox, Chicago White Sox, extended their netting all the way down the side, all the way to the foul pole. Fucking finally. Yeah, I mean, it's about time. <laughs> I'm very indifferent about it. Well, that's the reaction that you should have. You should be indifferent about it. But the current state of my mentions has me all worked up about it because I have people coming after me being like, oh, you're going to ruin the view. You're not going to be able to catch a foul ball. It's uh, netting with holes in it. Yeah. You, so then you sit in the fucking outfield, dude. You don't even notice it. I know. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to catch a liner off the bat of a professional yeah, you're baseball 45 player? 45 years old and you're going to catch a 119 exit velocity ball oh, with you your bare even, hand? Shut up. I hate those. You haven't used your glove since you were in JV also, ball. if you're older than 12 and you still bring a baseball glove to a stadium, fuck you. Fucking those asshole. Those people suck. Get out of here. Why do you need a glove? I don't know. But the netting, again, I'm very indifferent. You want to do it, make it safer, fine. You don't want to put it up, fine. Like, whatever the minimum is they make the league have now, I can live with it, whatever. But I'm very pro-net, especially when we were recording the other week and we saw that little girl get hit with the ball. That was very sad. Yeah, but it's just, but again, like, even with the netting, a ball can go over the netting just as fast and still crack somebody in the face. Yeah. Like, it's but just, even then, at I'm least not saying, like, the little girl, The little girl, it's obviously a different thing, but, you know, like, when the average adult or someone is just isn't paying attention and looking at their phone or whatnot. That's going to happen regardless of the netting is there or not there. Yeah. You know, it's, it always finds a way, you know, it's never going to be a hundred percent effective. Ball always finds you yeah. when you're not looking for it. Ball can, we always go back finds to, you. can we go back to Yankees talk for a second? I have a thing. I have a yes. huge bone to pick with Yankee fans right now. Let's do it. The whole name, not on the back of the Jersey or on the back of the Jersey really bothers me. I hate that argument. What does I don't it care matter? about it. I don't care. What about does it, it matter? Like I now there's people like taking photos of other people at Yankee games being like get a load of this loser because he has like a, a name on the back of his jersey. What's the big deal? I don't. You're really get it. gonna tell me that he, this person's not as big a fan as you just because they have a name on the That's back of their jersey? That's what I'm saying. Who it doesn't cares? make any. Well, the players don't have names on the back of their. How jersey. does that affect I don't you? Give a shit. Who cares? My parents were nice enough one year for Christmas to get me an Aaron's Judge jersey. It says Judge on the back of it. Well, now you can't I got to worry that, about obviously. going to the Yankee game. People can't are gonna, wear that, obviously. Get a load of this schmuck. It's like, who gives a shit, dude? Well, Rob, here's the thing. You're now, you're not just a fan anymore. Now you're JJ. a personality. JJ, for, JJ from the Bronx. You used to work for Barstool. I'm call, I'm talking about you because it's just outrageous that you let this bother you. And now you got like, again, like, it whatever. It doesn't matter. Say I'm mad or whatnot. Fine. Come after me. Whatever. But it's just like, what does it mean? If that person's enjoying the baseball game, who cares? Who cares? Why can't we all just love baseball? That's what I'm saying. Like, we have a very good baseball team, and we're worried about now wearing jerseys to a stadium, and you got your name on the back of it. That's why I don't even get mad at people who, like, who ask dumb questions. So I'm like, hey, you know what? You're trying. You're I out here to people, see a game. 
I you're even hate good people time. that talk about it with other sports, and they're like, I would never wear another na- man's name on my on my body. And it's like, shut up. I want to wear a jersey. Get over you're yourself. Fucking hardo. Who cares? You're being a hardo. Yeah, it's crazy. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, it's so annoying. It's who cares? Who cares? And it just gets me so amped up because it's like, what if someone like it? I don't care about like people's. I guess I do, but it's like, why do you care what someone else's enjoyment? It doesn't. It doesn't affect you at all. I have no idea why it's such a big thing on Yankee Twitter. Like, look at this asshole. It's like, fuck you. Like, this is the jersey I have. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. And people are like, there's like people are like, well, the names on the back are cheaper than the ones that don't, which isn't true. They're most of the time they're the same price or whatnot. But yeah. who cares anyway? It doesn't make any sense. And to be clear, this is very different from people who wear a jersey from a team that's not even playing or from a completely no. different sport. That's very different because that person's actively trying to be a dick. Yes, I so agree. That's very different. They're actively trying to bring the attention on themselves. Yeah. Assholes. Assholes the best everywhere. Is, the best is when they wear a jersey from a team that's not even the same sport. Yeah. That's my favorite. Like, congrats, dude. You're a Blackhawks Black fan? Yeah, yeah that's the, the photo. The guy's at the, 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 guys at the Cubs game. He's wearing a Blackhawks jersey, and someone's like, get a load of this guy. <laughs> he thought no one was going to notice this. Like, how – you can't be – that guy clearly has no friends because if he had friends, they wouldn't let him leave the house with that. Well, maybe he had friends when he left the house, and they saw yeah, where he was there I got like, well, we don't have over there. Yeah, our seats are in the 400s. Yeah, but that's very different than wearing a Yankee jersey that says Sanchez or Judge on the back of it. Yeah, who cares? And it's like, well, you know, when the player leaves or gets traded or retires, you know, it just gets passed on to the next person. It's like, get a new jersey. Someone was like, yeah, my jersey started off as a David Wells jersey, uh, became a Nick Swisher jersey, and then eventually a Greg Bird jersey with many stops in between. You know what I found out about that? That jersey is old and raggedy as hell, and you need to get a new one because it's probably (laughs) disgusting. When was the last time David Wells played for the, the, the Yankees? I don't know. That hasn't that jersey hasn't Early been washed since David right? Wells threw a perfect game. Early two thousand, maybe. Maybe two thousand might have been the last year he played for the Yankees. Two thousand one. Something like that. But I can't even remember. But even still, let's just say two thousand and three. You're telling me you have you have a jersey that's sixteen years old? That's, that's a minimum. Disgusting. That's <laughs> like, a minimum. Yeah, like that's like he got that jersey in ninety eight and he was like, Oh, this has been twenty one years in this jersey. Somewhere. It's a relic. Fine, keep it, but that's a, that's disgusting, dude. Yeah, you can't you can't Get be wearing that one. out. You can't be wearing that out. I agree. All right. We'll wrap it up there. Great interview with Zach. Time to eat some food. See you next week. Peace.